is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Monday, August 30th, 2021, Season 17, Episode number 14. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are fresh off the Cowboys' final preseason game where they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so now we can just start pointing ourselves toward the opening of the season. It is, uh, what, a week and three days before the Cowboys begin the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, the reigning Super Bowl defending champions, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So what we're going to do on today's show is we're going to spend most of the show uh, trying to break this this down as far as the 53-man roster. Tomorrow, the Cowboys, uh, I think by 4 p.m. Eastern time, the Cowboys have to get their roster down to 53. But we're going to go ahead and do that for them today. And we will send our official list over to Will and his group and let them know what the break thinks uh, they should do as far as their final Will talks. McClay? Will McClay, yes. William Will McClay. Good. Not, not William Boykins. Will McClay. We're going to send it over. I'm just going to say, hey, you know, you did us a solid on the documentary. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do you a solid on the 53, and we're going to call it even. Make this easy on you. Absolutely. You Give guys little... take the rest of the day off. Exactly. You <laughs> we've, been watching, we've been watching practice. we got a good idea of what should happen with this team. Right? I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a good idea. You don't? This. No, I don't think we've. I've said this several times. I don't think we've learned one thing about this football team since we got to training camp, except Nick. for the fact, except for the fact that CD Lamb is a baller. What we else haven't have lear- we, we haven't learned? learned about Michael Parsons that we know he's going to be a, the best linebacker on this team. Okay, we haven't learned that. But what does that mean? Well. It means Darren he's going to be the best, was linebacker. the best linebacker for okay, one but year. That means he's going to be the best linebacker on this team. Okay, I mean, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Darren Hambrick was the best linebacker one year. I mean, what does that necessarily mean? I think, yeah, his arrow was pointed up. He okay. looks every bit like the first round pick and all that. I'm just saying, there's a lot of question marks. We do our 20 questions thing, and I don't know if we've really answered a lot of them, but hmm. that's okay. That's you know I love first of all I love that you're the Debbie Downer. I was about for to say change. he's not usually the pessimistic no, guy. He's right though. He's right, and that's it's. This is a wonderful chance to just reset it because everything we just saw, good and bad, means next to nothing now. It really does. Yeah. I can like you're all bubbling. We just, you're we ready to go. This last month and a no, half. No, we didn't waste anything. Me? But you know we've done this before, where you know we get back from training camp and Byron Jones is the next is all pro. He's the next Bro? all pro Byron safety. Jones. Yeah. Byron Jones, <laughs> Xavier Woods. Like yeah. these are the things that I can't stop thinking about. Oh, uh, you Collins. Know, yep. That's no. I'm with you. Micah Parsons had an incredible training camp. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to have an incredible season. Very true. It's it just yeah. and it's not trying to be a downer. I, I have a lot of opinions about what we saw over the last month, but now now it's, you know, put put it to work. Put it to use. Right. Make it count. I um, mean, Randy Gregory looks like he's ready to take that next level. Dorrance Armstrong had a really good camp from what we saw, and so th- there are some things out there. I mean, Dalton Schultz, when, he, when he's healthy, but the thing about it was is because Dak got hurt when he did, 
And then Amari came back when he did, and it seemed like the, the tackles were kind of in and out, and Zach sometimes and not. We just never really saw the whole offense together. Zeke never got a carry. Has he fixed his fumbling problems? I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows until the first time Tampa Bay is trying to strip at it, you know? And so what well, I'm the saying— the 20th time, right? Well, the, yeah. yeah, not just the first time. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, you know, is Dak back from the ankle? I mean, is Dak, is he, is he taken off yet? No, he's still got— you know the shoulder, so there's just. It, it, I'm I'm glad we're here. I'm just saying it's hard to really know what what are we looking at here. There's only there can only be like three teams in the league right now where the podcasts that talk about said team aren't just excited and raring to go. You know, everybody saw some stuff that got them excited during training camp, except for like. <laughs> Houston, man. Houston, Detroit. And they keep going back to well, at least they beat the Cowboys. Right? I, I, that's all they got. Are they to saying that? Well, it's, that's all they got to, to say. I mean, it's, it's, if they want to be positive about anything, was it the Governor's Cup? They still call it that. <laughs> Whatever, no, something like that. If you even if you remember the score of a preseason game longer than twelve hours after Truth. it happened, I got nothing for you. Yeah. Um, but you get my point. And yeah. so it's not trying to be a downer, but now you know we're into the we're into the thick of it. But I think that's also the truth too. You can look at that from. The the opposite way that probably all 32 teams right now have a similar list of questions about their team right now because yeah. that you don't know coming off training camp you don't necessarily know what's going to happen when you get into the season that's the beauty of the NFL the NFL is not a kind of league where you can really predict it it is a season it is a league where going into the season there are probably only three or four teams that have no shot at all and there are probably two or three that have the best shot and everybody else on a given year could get hot and could do some great things and could be very cold and be picking first in the draft. Like, that's the NFL. That's actually what I love about the NFL. You can't predict it. It's fun to watch it play out. And and so here we go. The Cowboys will have to play it all out. All right, so let's start first with some injuries. Um, I want to start with Lyle Collins and his injury. Talk to me about what the injury is, first of all, and, and then talk to me about how concerned fans should be uh, that he's dealing with this at this point. Lyle Collins is dealing with some stingers. Um, that's you know that's related to neck and back injuries usually. Um, Mike McCarthy and this is so this is these are almost two separate issues. Mike McCarthy says it's not a long term thing. It's not something that he's worried about. He should be available to practice against Tampa. So should you be concerned that Lyle Collins is going to miss time right now? No. Should you be concerned that this is maybe an injury that he's going to be dealing with yes i mean that i don't know a better way to say it like stingers typically tend to come back this is something guys typically are deal with which it it sucks that it's happening to another tackle but this was this was tyron's problem before right. like you know lyle's he doesn't really have a stinger history at least not a long one so uh, yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't make me a little bit uneasy. Just that this won't—this yeah. probably won't be the only time we're talking about it. That doesn't mean he's going to miss a lot of time, but you never know. Well, and also makes you a little bit uneasy because he didn't have the best training camp. You know, he 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 did get back out there. They played him more than really any other of those starting uh, linemen. But you know, he 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 didn't look like the same player we we saw when when you know I guess 2019. Yeah. I mean. Um, if you could call it rust, I guess. I mean, that's what you're hoping. That's what you call it. So to have this injury at this time, you were hoping things would kind of start ramping up more. But listen, he's about as tough as they get. He really is. He showed that his whole career, and I think he's a he is a pro. 
And so if there's anybody that I'm just counting on that's it's gonna get it when those lights turn on, it's Lyell. I just I, maybe that's me being optimistic there, but I I think so. I agree with that. I just I hope this is not a situation where it's like. Well, it's Wednesday, so Lyle's not practicing because mm-hmm. of the stinger. Like we've seen that with guys before, and I don't want to project too much because we don't know. But I don't blame anybody that is just kind of uneasy. Like, eh, haven't played a game yet, and he's dealing with this. I mean, it, and there's yeah, there's no way to spin that as a completely non-factor. And it doesn't help that the the backup spot. The swing tackle spot has got everybody even more concerned. And we're going to get to that when we start getting into the roster because I think that's one of the positions that we really need to talk a lot about because of the health of of, of Lyle, but also the past health of Tyron Smith. Like, There's a lot to discuss discuss in that. Talk to me about Kelvin Joseph. He left the game yesterday after making a nice open field tackle. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's his injury and and where, where does he stand? He's got a groin. He said last night that it's minor and he'll be back soon. That could mean anything. I mean, you know, this happened last night. Mike McCarthy hasn't talked. I haven't heard anything as of yet about the severity. I don't get the impression it's something that's going to land him on IR. I, I don't think it, it will, but it could. And, and like it, they could do that. They could they could put him there because it's because of know, roster management. Yeah, which, yeah. And plus, like the IR is such a wildly. Before COVID, injured reserve was like you reserve that for season ending. It's over. Right, it's yeah. over. Or maybe he's got a chance. Now it's just like, yeah, he needs two or three weeks to get right. Like it just doesn't mean what it did two years ago. Yeah. So they could put him on IR and have him back by week four. And also, that's their you know projection projection of like, okay, let's say he was just completely healthy. Is he active? Is he is he one of the forty six? I mean, I don't know that yet about him. He hasn't shown that he's this special teams guy that he. So I, I mean, I would think Maurice Kennedy might be a better game day active than him. Oh, maybe it's in his best interest to go to IR then, so I don't have to hear angry fans whining about why the top fifty pick isn't dressing out. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I I hadn't heard that it that IR was in consideration, but when you consider that it's only a three or four week deal. Uh, that that makes Especially if, sense. Especially if, if it's like, okay, let's think about this. Like, he's probably going to miss the first. Let, let's say that they're saying this. He could miss the first game, maybe into the second game. I'm not even sure he's going to be active, anyways. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's hold a let's guy. Let's do that. Let's hold him. That gives him a chance to get an, at another player. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it always works out. Yep. Kind of. It just somebody gets hurt here. Always. Then, yeah. It all like. Oh, if there's one thing that I've learned, it's just always it always does. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always like, fretting about it, and then like somebody a, gets hurt, somebody gets dinged up. Like a defensive tackle when training camp started, but like they got six, seven guys. Like who's gonna make it? And now you're, you're kind of wondering, like, do they need to pick up a tackle? To you know, do they need to have get a veteran in here because so many things have sort of happened at that position. All right, we're going to do this real quick before we get into the roster. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick early break, and uh, then when we come back, we're going to talk about the roster. We're going to start with that quarterback position because the backup quarterback is one of the positions that everybody's talking about right now. And uh, I'll have the question for this get for this group as to whether the quarterback uh, that will back up Dak Prescott is on the roster or should be on the roster currently. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. 
Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going bank of america is proud to be the official bank of the dallas cowboys and to support the quest of living life the cowboys way copyright 2020 bank of america corporation want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys jack black Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to the break. Join us for a free watch party at the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium on Thursday, September 9th as your Cowboys kick off the season in Tampa Bay. Enjoy $5 Miller Lights, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, performances, and more. Doors open at 5.30. Kickoff is at 7.20. For more information, visit at It's the Miller Lighthouse outside AT&T. Welcome back to the second segment of the show, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Real quick, that Miller Lighthouse is pretty fantastic. If you get a chance, you're out at a game, make sure you go check it out. I saw it this last week for the first time. It looks really, really good. You know, you uh, know Great place I, to hang out before the game, after the game. You know what I love is that if you just put AstroTurf down in like a star, <laughs> people, people. want to run on it. Yeah, they want right. to work out on it. It happens at the star. It happens over there at AT&T Stadium. I mean, you get, you get people that just say, I'm going to do my workouts today. You yeah. know, Maybe they're thinking that somebody's going to be looking down and go, oh, that guy's got a nice 40 time or whatever. But you'll see people <laughs> working out there. And it's, it's just funny how it's like AstroTurf leads – people to to come do stuff got a little cornhole down there yeah obviously you can do all that with a fresh cold miller light so I'm, I'm, not bad i'm bringing chris beam our producer if there's if there's cornhole going on chris beam he's like a champion he is he so, is all right so let's it, jump in. i actually do it right outside your door at training camp is what i really Gee, want to happen <laughs> don't get me started all right we're going to talk about the 53 man roster here's what we're going to do we're going to this is how we're going to do the cuts i'm going to go through each position I'm going to tell you guys who I think are definites. Like, this this person is definitely on the team. Um, and I'll make sure you guys don't have others that are in the maybe column that you think should be on the definite column. Once we do that, then we'll figure out what our number is, and then we'll back into the final few, few spots of who we think should, we should make down. the team. I'm, I'm, I've got it. Or okay, Eric, Eric, if you're going to write it down, that's No, you can fine write too. it down. So, real quick, let's just get it out of the way. We know the three specialists. We know Greg Zerline as the kicker, Brian Anger as a punter. <laughs> and uh, do we? That's ironic that you started uh, there. Do we yeah. not? It's ironic. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. We we'll get. We'll, let's be careful because we, that is happened. true. Uh, just 
keep your eye on what the Rams. Just keep your eye on the Rams. Just keep your eye on what they may or may not decide to do with their specialists. Mm-hmm. Because we've got every other former Ram over That's, here. I so mean, if, they if we can get something. if we can get the whole band back together, then when then why wouldn't we? Uh, okay. Uh, I know. I'm the same way, and it actually borderline pissing me off that that, that situation <laughs> because it's so it's so arrogant of like let's just do all this the rams have let all of them go the coach the kicker the snapper and then who knows what happens with the punter but they've let them all go yeah but now it's like well let's they all work together let's just put them all together and i don't know it's- anger's done everything he needs to do he needs to be the punter isn't there just there's always a coach that it was Marinelli for years. Yeah. Was, Bisaccia was the same way. Like yeah. Those are the three guys. There's going to be a veteran punter on the team, and it's yes. probably Brian Anger. We know Zerline. Zerline. We do know Zerline. We know Zerline. And we, we're pretty sure about Jake McQuaid. We're pretty sure there. Oh, okay. no, no, no. That, those are fine. Okay. All right, yeah. good. good. No, I didn't know where you guys were going. It's probably going to be those three. There's okay. just... There's just you know. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Something but we know there will be three spots on. that will be yeah. taken for the specialists, right. so let's just let's say yeah. there will be three, three okay, specialists. Let's, Sorry, let's we wasted more time than you wanted for that. Exactly. I thought I was going to run right through that. Let's go. All right, so let's talk about quarterback. We know, obviously, Dak Prescott. The question then becomes, who is the backup? you got Garrett Gilbert. you got Cooper Rush. Who do you guys think should emerge as the uh, the backup quarterback for this team? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because uh, over one week, everybody just flipped to Cooper Rush, and I'm just like, what's wrong with Garrett? Like, what did he what did he do that was so bad? I don't know. So, not to say like I don't think he's amazing. I'm you know, so it's it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. You probably don't feel great about it regardless of who they pick. But I'm just I'm gonna ride with Double G because I don't think he really did anything wrong to lose it. Okay, Nick. Uh, it's just heads, tails at this point. They, they're very similar. Um, we were talking a little bit off, you know, like during the commercial. I, I agree, you know, Gilbert's done it in a game, and he looked pretty good doing it uh, based off the circumstances. Cooper Rush hasn't had that opportunity to do that. Cooper's been Dak's back, backup before. I, I mean, I might even ask the quarterback on this one privately. Just what do you, what do you think? What do you want? But I'll say this. If it's if 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 I have a third option, that's that's what I'm doing. I, I'm I'm gonna get, I'm trying to get a I'm gonna go get a veteran. Would you guys get cons- somebody better than these two? Would you consider Agreed. giving up picks? Yes, uh, to go out and get some late round. Yeah, as long as it's day three. Yeah, I'll do I'll do what the Eagles did, and I don't even, it doesn't even have to be that guy. I mean, a, a guy like that. It could be a guy that started that's had a moderate success. If he's available, I'm looking to do that, and that means I might have three quarterbacks for week one. Or, you know, because he's not going to learn the offense and all that. So I might have three quarterbacks for week one. That's why when we talked about Kelvin Joseph, things like that, you might have to manage the roster early on the season with an injury like that because I might need to carry three quarterbacks uh, for for a game. You know, I mean, maybe not for a game, but three on the roster. I wish they could have done the Minshew trade. Yeah. Awesome. And I thought I would have done it thinking that Minshew was in the last year of his deal. Then I looked it up and realized he's got two years left. Mm. So that's on a rookie deal. Sixth round pick for a experienced starting quarterback to be your backup for. That's got a little something. Like he's not. He's not a horrible guy. He's not. He's a normal, I'm not sure he's not better than the guy they have. I mean, the the. Oh, you talking about the Eagles? Oh yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
I, I like Hurts. Yeah, like, I don't think he's better than Hurts. But yeah, but, I don't think he is I think either. he's. I think he's up there. In my opinion, he's up there with some of the better backups in the yeah. league. It's a moot point, but yeah. I I would be willing to part with a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. Me too. If if there was somebody out there that they could get, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the running back position. Uh, we know that Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard will be here. Do you guys think they need a third running back? Purely from a numbers standpoint, to do special team stuff, probably. May I mean, you don't have to. We talked about that on the last show. You absolutely don't have to to get down to 53. You probably want one, yeah. right? I mean, Rico did a lot of stuff on special teams. He was a kick returner. He he did some blocking. And you just never know what's going to happen in a game. I want, I want a third guy. And I want him to be a little bit more like Zeke, like a guy that could – Got some, you know, not not another Tony Pollard, but a guy that can do some things. And, and Rico Dowdle was sort of that guy. Give yeah. me a give me a guy that I can hand the ball off to, um, you know, 10, 12 times if I needed to in a game like that. Let's assume for a second that you can get somebody like a Brendan Knox or a Jaquan Hardy to your practice squad. There's no and, there's no question of whether right. you can. I'm, I'm just, but just I'm painting for the picture. For you. Sorry, picture. I mean not to be a jerk. I'm <laughs> right. Just, no, but but sorry. but then here was the part that was more interesting to me. Do you think that if you got somebody like that on your practice squad, can you use that if you wanted that third running back that's more of a special teams guy? Uh, that maybe you can get a little bit out of is a Nick Rawson at fullback a better option for you? More, I'm more comfortable with playing these two quarterbacks at, at quarterback if something happened to Dak than playing one of those running backs. I mean, I, they they haven't done anything for me. I'm sorry. I mean, neither one of them. I'm, I'm, I was watching him more closely against Jacksonville because injury to Rico necessitated it. I thought Hardy had a nice cut on that yeah. one run. Yeah. And they're not they're not running. They're running behind Isaac. And they're running behind, you know, Farniok. They're I get not that. running behind our star. I get, and I understand that too. But they're also playing against the backups as well. I just, I can't think don't. of a reason why either one of them needs to make the fifty. This this fifty three, which yeah. it's a fluid thing. Like we focus so much on the fifty three, we all know it's going to change ten million times this year. You just, you don't need. They can be among your initial cuts. One or probably both of them will clear waivers. What I don't like about the way that they play is they haven't gotten used to this is the NFL. Uh, one of them's from Tiffin. One of them's from Marshall. They still make cuts like they can get around the corner like they did in Division Three football. And they did maybe even in Conference USA. They're, they're not used to get your five or six yards. You're not going to get 25 around the corner. They haven't adjusted to that just yet. I don't think that they're they're ready. I Give me a guy. There's going to be guys on that waiver wire that have played and run the ball before. I, if he's got any kind of special teams ability, I think that would be a better fit. There, ha- sorry, there just there has to be a running back that gets cut this week that you can put a claim in. I would, I and I assume. I thought they'd give the ball to Ralston a little bit more. I really did. I thought they would see what he could do as a running back. I think he's doing nice things on the special teams as a linebacker type, but he didn't. They didn't give him any options to do that. That kind of seems like a. We'll put you on the practice squad type moment. So you guys don't think they, that they should have a fullback or will have a fullback on the final roster. Not right now. No, I, I would. So. I'd be happy to put Nick Ralston on the practice squad and yeah. call him up as need be. So right now, are we going to stick with two on the roster? With I'd two. say two okay. until further notice. All right, let's move on to, to wide receiver. Uh, there are five guys that I think we all know will be on this team: Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, Cedric Wilson, and then Noah Brown. But did I say Noah Brown twice? I'm sorry. You did I said I was missing um, Gallup, Michael Gallup? Um, 
those five on the team. Question is, do you need a sixth? And if you do, who do you prefer between, I assume it would be between Malik Turner and Simi Fiocco? We're all 100% confident that Cedric and Noah make the team. I I am. I think I am, too. I just, I just wanted to pose the question. I am I am pretty confident they're Wouldn't on the they team. have played? And right, try exactly. To help Cooper yeah, Rush. Right. Yeah. I, ju- I just, yeah. To make to be to play devil's advocate, Malik Turner seems like he can do all of the things Cedric Wilson can. Like that, just same skill set. That's all I'm saying. He's done. He's done a lot of special teams. He can return. He, you know, he's shown his ability as a receiver. All of that said, Cedric's been here for years. I think Bones really likes him. I know Dak really likes him, and I just think. That's a situation where it's like, yeah, you could save eight hundred thousand dollars making this move, but why? Yeah, like, I mean, what's why do you need that money so badly that you can't just keep Cedric around? I mean, we started the show with you guys telling me that what we saw in training camp right now means uh, means little because you now have to do it in the regular season. And so, if I'm looking at that, yeah, Malik Turner looked good during training camp and during preseason games. Cedric has looked good in games, in actual games. Just covering so, my bases. Yeah. I think Cedric should be on the team. But again, if you go back to the pre-training camp narrative, they're looking for ways to shed some salary and get a little bit cheaper. That's a way they could do it. I just don't think that they should. Yeah, I don't think they should either. Nick? Um, I think I I was the one person that kind of said, hey, does Noah Brown have to make this team with that salary? Do they have to make But I I really liked what I saw from Noah Brown. A um, couple times in games, I thought he is playing like a big-bodied receiver. They're not trying to make him as a tight end, whatever. They're, he's just a physical wide receiver, and he's playing that way. He had some slants, he caught some passes. Where I thought, you know, he he's showing what his role is going to be because because those guys come off the field, they run deep. You know, Gallup goes deep, Lamb goes deep, and now it's third and five, and they're not on the field because they're they're gassed. Noah yeah. Brown's got to go make a play, and I think he's shown the ability to do that as a receiver, not not just special teams guy. You guys want to go five or six there? I say we go five. I say we hold and see what how it goes. I think Malik Turner's sitting there at the sixth. Um, and you you're saying um, you would take him over Simi Fioco if the if you were choosing between the two. It's not my reputation about the draft. I I, I don't if I cut a draft pick, it doesn't matter. They yeah. it matters to them. So. They probably there'll be people that'll be leaning that way. I I think he could still go in the practice squad. To me, I wonder. I think in a if you're if you're being completely like Malik Turner's had the better camp is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. If you're being completely fair and status doesn't matter and you want to keep a sixth, it should be Malik Turner. But even we talked about this before camp too. Even Ryan Russell. With all due respect to him, one of the worst fifth round picks in recent memory. He made it as a rookie. And he was, mm-hmm. he was not good yeah, in right. his yeah. rookie camp, and so, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Fehoko makes it, and it, I think it would purely be protecting your draft because also you could, you could you could play both sides of this. Malik Turner's been in the league two or three years. It is what it is. You know, is probably and he's an undrafted free agent, like. To quote our friend Brian Broadus, who doesn't have a sponsor, like who's his who's his sponsor? Whereas Fehoko has got a lot of sponsors because I mean, they they pride their drafting upside. reputation, and they should. They're pretty good at it. So upside, you know, probably and and the, and more. all of none of this is to say Simi is bad. Like he hasn't been bad. He's just he's been fine. Yeah, he's been fine. Um, so I really. If they keep a sixth, I think it'll be him purely because he's the draft pick. But right now, we'll stick with five. 
move to six in so. the event we get yeah. that kind of spot. Okay, let's talk about the tight ends. There are two that are definite. It's Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz. I think you probably can add the third end, Jeremy Sprinkle, just because you know that they're going to keep three tight ends, I would think. Um, and then the question becomes, what are they going to do with Sean McEwen? This, well, this is the fun thing is, again, we've, we're hyper-focused on the 53, and it'll only stay that way for 24 hours. I think Sean McEwen... Is I mean he has to make the roster to be put on injured reserve. So he's I'm writing his name in Sharpie. Jeremy Sprinkle's a vested vet. I think he you probably sit for a minute. I, I think he gets cut and and they you know maybe they add a tight end after they move Sean yeah. McCune to injured reserve. Yep, I I could see that happening. I could see that being your your fourth guy. Hey, hey Jeremy, but it's actually three that you're going to put on the roster initially. <laughs> And then he would be the the replacement yeah. for McCune yeah. once McCune is put on IR. Woo pig, take a day off, come back in on Wednesday. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll stick with three at tight end. Any chance that any of those other guys, Lynn or Eubanks, are in the mix here? Practice squad, maybe. Well, let, let's let's throw this out there about, about Sprinkle. Like you're saying, hey, you know, take, sit there for a week. He his agents got to understand what's going on here. You know, so I'm not saying there'll be a huge market for him out there if if he goes somewhere else. But you know, what would be his incentive to come back? Because this isn't like Joe Thomas was last year, where you're the backup. We just need you to do this. This is like you wouldn't make this team if McEwen was was healthy. So, it, you know, if he and had an the, opportunity, yeah. I'm not this is only because be McEwen's not going to be out for forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sold that it'll be Sprinkle that signs after McEwen. Yeah, it, right. but, but it might, but a third tight end. It might somebody. be the other. I mean, Thank Eubanks actually. Eubanks. He he looked pretty good yesterday. I mean, it, it, that maybe he's the guy. That's definitely sure. a. I just I can't. I'm sorry. I can't take you 100 percent seriously if you're wearing like 49 as a tight end. And I know Jason Witten wore it for a minute. They didn't take him seriously when he did. Yeah, good point. I just <laughs> move him into move him into like 80 when the roster gets cut down, and now we're cooking with gas. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to jump to the offensive line. Lots of questions there. Uh, we'll figure all that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. 
The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to the break. Hey, Derek. Whether you're watching from home... Or cheering in the stands, because you do that. With Essler Lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essler expert and find the perfect Essler lens for you. See more. Do more. Essler. First of all, I don't need glasses. I got perfect sight right now. Boy. Other than that that whole old age thing where yeah. you have to hold your phone like yeah. 20 yards from your eyes. Other than that, I got perfect eyes. You cheer so from the know. stands? I don't. I've never done that. Not for the Cowboys because I've always worked no, for the No, but like in your... You, Derek's blaming long. us about the show going long, by the way. He's like, y'all are taking too long. <laughs> and this and is, what this is what's happening. Yeah, right. That's fine. We, no we, respect. But you're not really a... You're like when Texas played LSU, we don't have to get into the final score. Really? All is that, that where we're going with this? Did you could, cheer, though. though? Did you cheer? You could. Yeah, I cheer for my team, yeah. yeah. You seem like you're more of a like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What kind of play call was that? You seem like that kind of guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm kind of that way too. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe huh? more than more of that than rah rah team. I don't know. Yeah, the, the thing is now, like my my team, you know, I I'm I'm somewhat friends with the offensive coordinator, so I don't like to say that kind of stuff. It's like I'm sure he had a good idea in mind. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a little different when that you're does like, change yeah. it. Does change it. But defense, I'm. <laughs> You're gonna talk about them. They're bad. Probably. All right, let's let's jump back in real quick. We got to get through the rest of this this thing because I got to get this email over to Will. All right, so let's talk about the offensive linemen. We got five that obviously we know are okay. on this team: Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Tyler Biotish, Zach Mard, Lyle Collins. We also know that they're gonna have at the very minimum eight and probably at a maximum ten. Question for you guys is who should fill in those those who what names should be filled in and how many do you think we should have? I think you can easily go with four uh, four more. I mean, Seki I think makes it. Uh, that was evident he didn't play. I think T- Terrence Steele will make it. I think. Uh, hey, real quick, Connor real McGovern. quick, for the guys that didn't play, could it also be the flip that you don't want a guy to get hurt in that final game if you possible. know you're going to cut him? It's it's very possible, but just reading tea leaves, tea leaves when you hear. Stephen Jones, you know, do a radio appearance and say, "Yeah, we like to sign a veteran swing tackle. Ty and Secchi's that guy for us this year." You just, it's just, you get the impression that that okay. that's going to happen. All right, go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. I, uh, I just, I think it really comes down to the tenth guy. I mean, because Connor McGovern's going to make it as well. I who think are the other, who are the other two? You or said ninth guy. Secchi, you said McGovern. Who are the other two? I think Steele. Steel. Josh Ball has to Josh make Ball. it in order to be put on injured reserve. Yeah. Got it. And I, yeah. And then I, you know, I think it'll. So Brandon Knight out. Brandon Knight or Farniak? It's one of those guys. And I, in in his defense, because you know we kind of we wrote him off last week. Basically, I thought Farniak played pretty well yesterday. He's you know he's the last draft pick onto the team, and he was the last guy out there still playing. And I I thought he did all right. So I just wonder. You know, you got he's got the he's got guard center flexibility if that's what you're looking for. Um, but Brandon Knight has tackle guard flexibility. So, what do you think is more important? I I don't know. I I would probably I like having Brandon Knight on the team. I think I, I'm 
I like him more than most people do. I, I think he's just got good position flex, and I would keep him. I think so, Pontiac can be on the practice squad. So let's say right now we hit, we're at nine, and that includes the five starters plus McGovern, Inseki, uh, Steele, and Ball. And then we'll put on the maybe list Knight and Farniak, and we'll come back to them once we get through. All right, so right now, if you look at the offense and the specialists, we're up to 7, 12, 15. We're at 24 players, all right? 24 players between the offensive uh, players and the specialists okay. that we have that we'd say are on the team. All right? Perfect. Because right. we're trying to go – you want your numbers at, on defense. Yep, exactly. Love it. All right, so we're at 24. All right, so let's start with the defense. Let's go defensive end. There are four definites, Lawrence, Gregory, Basham, and Armstrong. Uh, what do you do with Chauncey Golston? Up. He stays on there. He's already on Pup. You don't Tell people to. what that means. Uh, as opposed to injured reserve, Pup is short for physically unable to perform. Guys go on it at the start of camp, and if they're still not ready, you know you can take them off Pup anytime during camp. No ceremony needed. And they've done that with Demarcus or uh, Amari Cooper, excuse me. Mm-hmm. No, Demarcus Lawrence too. He's off too. Yeah, yeah they've done that with those guys. Um, when the season starts, if you're not ready to come off, it's a six week designation. So if Chauncey is on pup to start the year, this applies to Tara, Tristan Hill as well. Then you're you're down for six. But it weeks. doesn't. You have to do anything. You don't have to move them. You don't have to have them on anything. the roster. Okay, good. Uh-uh. So so again, you you got those four. Do you think then Bradley and I or Rondale Carter? Make a point, I mean, make a case that they should be on the roster. I don't think so. I just if if you have it, that's fine. I, I I'm I would probably put both of them on the practice squad. If you don't make them through, then it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I just I haven't seen much. I mean, Bradley and I might have a little more upside for you, but and Bradley and I, they've both, especially in the okay. games, the They're games okay. more than practice, yeah. they've they've shown out. Um. Rondell Carter as well. I think he's had some pretty decent preseason games. Yeah. It's just it's the classic case of, you know, do you overvalue these guys because yeah. you spend a month watching them and talking about them and an eye slipped in the draft and he's, you know, he's good value for where he was taken. Does that does that matter at this point? I don't know. It reminds me of a guy named Victor Butler who was here back. I remember in the day. Vic. Yeah. Okay. Pass Vic rusher. was a little better than them, I think, but it's yeah. about a fifth round opinion. pick from Oregon State. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You know, just pretty good at times, but not. I think I rem- he signed with the Saints in free agency. That sounds right. A lifetime ago, when I was a Saints fan, yeah. I was former like, linebackers go to the Saints. They do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the defensive tackle position. Uh, this one's interesting, just because you have some players who are on the COVID list. You have some players who are injured. You got a player that's on pup. Uh, Carlos Watkins, Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill. Uh, we know Osa Odigizua is going to be on this team. What do you do with all those other guys, and how does that shake out for guys like Urban, Bohanna, and Justin Hamilton? Neville has to make it to be put on IR. I feel repetitive saying that, but so he's got to be there initially. Um, Watkins, I, Mike McCarthy said last night, we're kind of ignoring the COVID thing right, yeah. because Mike McCarthy said he expects everybody back by Thursday. So, Which means they're probably going to be on the roster right. within the day or so. Exactly. So cuts, yeah. whatever finagling they're going to do is not long-term. So I I think Watkins makes it. Mm-hmm. I think Brent Urban makes it. Osa obviously makes it. And Bohanna as well. So that's four. Well, that's five. And then four when Gallimore goes to injured reserve. And then I don't know. I feel like. Oh, sorry. Not to cut you off. 
We're probably not talking enough about Justin, Justin Hamilton. Hamilton. I was about to say, I feel like Hamilton was probably going to make it based off of his body type and what Gallimore usually, what Gallimore will, will bring. I think Justin Hamilton will make it. He played a lot in that game yesterday, though. Played into the fourth quarter. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of options. But I do think he's probably, I think he could make it. So you guys are saying sixth then at defensive tackle. That would be Odigizua, Urban, Gohanna, Watkins, Gallimore, and then Hamilton. I, I just Hamilton because of Gallimore, and um, also Hamilton is a fourth-year veteran. Yeah. Which he doesn't have to clear waivers. Yep, there's, so. a, there's a cut. Bring back. There we go. Yep. So the number we want to go with maybe is five. Five with the expect expectation that Gallimore then Five's moves the to IR and yeah, okay. five's the number. Gallimore. Five is the number, and then did we we did did we add a fifth defensive end or no? No, we stuck okay. with the the four: Lawrence, okay. Gregory, Basham, and Armstrong. I'm fine with nine, but when we get to the end of all this, maybe we can go back and add an end there if we want all right, to. Good linebackers. I think five or definites. We you don't need Parsons. This this Vander shouldn't Rush, need any time. Smith, huh? Six. Six. You go six. Luke, Luke Gifford, Gifford yes. as your special teams guy. Yeah. I can't imagine anything else. Yep. Francis Bernard gone. Yes. All right. Uh, he could run. theoretically go to pup, couldn't he? He was never taken. He didn't, I believe. Nah. Well, he practiced the first day and got did, hurt. Oh, did he practice? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Never mind. All right, so cornerback. Uh, I got six on my list as definites. Let's see if you agree with me. Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, Trayvon Diggs, Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn, Nashawn Wright, and C.J. Goodwin. And then I said Maurice Kennedy. And I have an interesting question for you guys. Maurice Kennedy, I think, was really good in Oxnard. I think he had some good early preseason games. Do you think he's tailed off a little bit, or is it just the nature of he just hasn't like he hasn't had those big splash plays, but he's been fine enough and he's going to make this team regardless? Did he tail off, or did Jordan Lewis come back from a hamstring and go back into the starting lineup? I mean, that's where a lot of that opportunity came from. Yeah. Um, I haven't noticed like a dip in his play, but that's training camp's funny because like when we're out in Oxnard, we're ten feet away, dialed in for everything, and then here. We're way up in the press box, and the schedule changes, and maybe we missed the first 15 minutes because we were on the show, or the press conference ran long, or we got caught in an elevator with some fans. Like you're just, you're not as just completely yeah. dialed into what's going on as right. you are in Oxnard. So that's a long way of saying I haven't noticed a dip in Kennedy's play. I just don't think he's getting as many reps. Do you think he's definite to make this team? I hesitate to say definite. Yeah. I'm- but I would be surprised if he's not. Do yeah, you want to put him on your 53 right now? Yeah. 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 All right. So we'll go with seven. Yeah. But that shouldn't be a name. I don't think that should be a name that's just written in stone. Do you, do you all agree with that? Yeah. If the numbers get tricky somewhere else. He yeah. might be a guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm putting him on the 53. Yeah. He, he's got to be. It's weird. You got to think about your 46. If he's not on your 46 to play. That he doesn't need to be there. Okay. So, but I think that's what they have to decide. Yep. Are we playing him in the game? Is he a core special teams guy to play him in the game? I thought he would be that kind of guy. Okay. All right. So let's go to then the uh, safety position. There are four definites that I think we all agree on: Wilson, uh, Casey, 
uh, Hooker and Curse. The question becomes, has Mukwamu done enough to make the squad? Is Darian Thompson, as a special teamer guy that's going to make the squad, getting you to maybe six? Let's put six. Where do you guys go? Let's put six there, if I'm speaking for you, just to kind of move us along. Let's put six. I think Mukwamu should make it. I think they love Darian Thompson to the point where he can. I feel like the way we've done with our numbers right now, with the with the five receivers and the two backs and the two quarter or do we say three quarterbacks? Either way, I think yeah. I think we, we can go two. six safeties and just see where where do we stand. All right, so we're now at twenty eight defensive players, which gives us a total of fifty two. Okay, we got one more player that we so can. So we pick kept up. every safety in the world and still have a roster. Yeah. Spot. And still got one more roster. That's spot. why you okay. go light on. So offense. then you could you, you hear your options, Nick. You said earlier, do you go out and get yourself a third quarterback? Maybe you spend it there. Okay. Um, you could look at wide receiver, and you could pick up uh, Malik Turner, as you guys said. Okay. That's the guy you like. Um, you could go with uh, third running another back. third running back could be another option. Uh, another offensive lineman if you wanted to pick up Brandon Knight or Bat Farniak. Um, I, I think it, it would be uh, for me. It would probably be the quarterback. I'd probably I'd probably get a quarterback in here that can start start the clock early, start learning the offense a little bit, and uh, but going with whoever they decide if it's you know if it's heads Gilbert tails Rush and whatever they they you know. Two out of three. I would go two out of three. Where would you spend the final pick, Dave? I would either get, I would either get Farniak or just an, another offensive lineman who has some flexibility. If there's a better option than Farniak available, that's fine. Or I like, there's got to be somebody's going to cut a running back that's pretty good, yeah. right? Somewhere, and obviously the Cowboys don't need him to play running back, but you can upgrade your special teams and. Do a lot of fun stuff if you get the right guy. So that's what I would be probably be looking at. Not a not a running back that's on this team right now, but somebody else's guy. Okay. Real quick before we end the show, I want each of you guys to tell me one guy that it would be a surprise to most fans, but you would not be surprised if they end up not on this 53-man roster. Oh, I hate that question because then you're sitting next to him on the bus going to Tampa. <laughs> that's what happens when you do that. I'm sorry. Mm. All right. Let's bring in a new – looking. New, uh, we want to do the introductions as, first. As, yeah, yeah, well, I'm trying to like not answer that question. Oh, so. come on, don't be a wuss. Answer, answer, answer it then. Go. Um, Basham. Okay. On this again, we just did it. The safety thing is weird. Nobody keeps six safeties. Right. Say that again. Weird. <laughs> wow. And a lot of these guys are like clones of each other. J. Ron Curse and Israel Mukwamu do the same thing. Darian Thompson doesn't need to play safety, but he's a special teams boss. Kennedy. But surely somebody can do the special team stuff, right? Like, like, you yeah. shouldn't be so important that your position is ironclad specifically because of special teams. So, really, any of those last three safeties on the depth chart, Curse, Thompson, Mukwamu, it shouldn't be surprising if one of them's not here. You don't you don't need – and I, yeah. I don't want any of them to get cut. I like them all. I think Curse is a really underrated player. Israel has done everything a six-round pick should have to do to make the team. But again, it just doesn't make sense. Something's got to give there, or you would think. That's so. That's my thought process. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with those defensive backs. So something, something de- definitely has to give. Uh, Can, and throw Kennedy in as well, because yeah. again, if he would, CJ he, he Goodwin, been my guy, Kennedy, because it's just like he he played so great. But I don't know if you. I mean, do you, he's just like Darian Thompson when it comes to the the position they're going to play on kickoff return or kickoff coverage or whatever. This isn't a knock on CJ Goodwin at all. He's very good at what he does, but it is funny. He's the last corner on the team. You probably don't even consider him a corner. He's not. He's not going to even. When everybody was hurt last year, they were still not trying to have him on the field too much. Mm-hmm. But when he got hurt at camp, 
it just went into like get ready for the season mode, you know, and that's. You, you, that's normal to see from Dak. That's not normal fossil, for the fossil seventh cornerback. Carry some weight, you know. Even though they call him Bones, he does carry some weight. Yeah, and he he, he called him the ace of the staff. So when that happens, yeah. And by the way, let's also remember when it comes to special teams. Last year, he, in my opinion, was by far the best special teams player yeah. you had. He, he was in, involved in almost every play you made on special teams. He absolutely deserves to be on the team, and that that's the right way to handle it. It's just funny to see that you know that's the status that you typically reserve for star players, not. Your seventh cornerback. Yep. Well, real quick before we end the show, we do need to welcome a new team member to our team. I don't know that she'll be on our show. I think we have another show planned for her. But Miss Britt Johnson, welcome to the team. Thank you guys for having me. I was you guys were arguing about that last roster pick, and I was like, "It's me. I, I got that spot." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Just it, got it, it was like right. we have one spot Special left, teams. and you like walked in the door. Yeah. Roster claim, <laughs> absolutely. Right, right. Tell tell everybody a little bit about you, where you came from, and 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 what you're going to be doing. I am a Cali girl. I'm from California, but you guys go to Oxnard very often, and there's a huge Cowboys fan base there. I have been a Cowboys fan since birth. Basically, my dad was a fan. My grandma's cousins with Bob Hayes, so it was it, it really? runs in the family. Oh. Okay. So I am super excited. This is my dream job. I'm so happy to be here. And I don't really feel like I'm going to be working ever because I, I debate cowboys in, in bars for free or in, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. at games and stuff for free. Now I get to get paid to do that. So. That's Yeah. Once you take that step up to just getting paid to do what you typically right. do on the weekends, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's perfect. So, that means so it's not you, job, were, right? you were back on the other side there listening to some of this. I mean, do you have some opinions on this roster? And, and I mean, I know you've kind of been watching from afar a little bit. I don't want yeah. to put you on the spot. But like, how about just forget the roster? How about just the overall assessment of where you think this team is getting into uh, the regular season? Um, I guess I'm really glad that we had that Hall of Fame game to have that fourth game because I feel like we really needed it. Because I do feel like there are a lot of pieces that aren't there yet. Like even even um, yesterday, watching the quarterback situation flip again, and we're like wondering, okay, I thought we liked Cooper Rush, but maybe we like Double G again. Like you know, stuff like that. I'm really glad we had that fourth game to kind of help the coaches kind of figure this out, or the GM and stuff kind of figure all this stuff out. Um, I don't. I think you guys had good assessments on stuff, but there's pieces that I don't even know. And in those linebackers and stuff, like who do you get rid of? Do you get rid of any of them? Um, the the weird with all the safeties, yes, that's another I don't weird. <laughs> weird, it's real weird. Yeah, that's another thing. And then um, I think uh, you kind of wrote about it. The um, fullback, do we keep the fullback? Do we let him go? Like I think that's another big thing that I'm kind of yeah. up in the air about as because well. Because McCarthy's teams have always sort of had that, but he. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that that true fullback. And he also had a really good one there in Green Bay. Right. So. Then that might have been the reason why he had him. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if if he was with the Cowboys, the Cowboys would have had a fullback. Right. You know, because he was a really good player, kind of different than what most of the team does, most of the league does at that right. position. If Shaywo was healthy, I think he'd be on this team. I do too, but he's yeah. not. Yep. Shaywo Alana Lua. Well, I just well, got into saying just it. when you figured I out how figured it out goes. Say it and and now he's not in there. They're yeah. gonna claim Pick it up next year. another guy, and it's, it'll be a hope. It'll be hopeless. It'll yeah. take you the rest it of the season. It won't be John Smith. No. <laughs> be no. Well, so. welcome to the team, Britt. We're very, 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 very happy to have you on the team. And y'all check her out. I think we're gonna have her go and sit in with the players' lounge. I think that's gonna be a good fit for her uh, initially. But you guys are gonna see her all over all of our stuff. Uh, you'll see her doing a lot of different things with us. So uh, for Nick, even for Dave Hellman, for Britt Johnson. And this is Derek Eagleton. You've been live on the break from uh, the SWBC Mortgage Studio at the Star. We'll be back on next 
Uh, I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Wednesday. On Wednesday. We'll start getting ready for Cowboys versus Bucks on Wednesday. Till then, uh, we'll check you guys later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!